Welcome, family and friends, subscribers, new and old. This is from the sidelines. I am your host, Twenty, aka Twan. And uh, before I really jump into anything here, let me hit you with my Twitter handle, which is branding underscore elite at Twitter. It's also the same thing for Instagram as well, too. And then uh, I'm gonna pass it to my other host here and let him introduce himself and drop you his handle as well. Go ahead, bro. Appreciate that, man. What's going on, everybody? Subscriber, family, and friends. This your boy Charlie, aka is Bobo as well. Family call me Bobo as friends, well, just like my host as well. Uh, my twin is Charlie eight six zero six. Man, second round of playoffs. Man, this is what it's all about. Semifinals. Very interesting. But like I always say, twin, let's get right into it, man. Let's get right into it. Before we before we get a little bit further, let me drop that email for y'all here. I'm going to mm-hmm. introduce it in the, in the beginning, and I'll, I'll, I'll re, uh, re-get y'all the email again toward the end here. But our email is branding underscore, uh, excuse me, it's from the sideline guys with an S at Gmail. Uh, you know, just tell us how we're doing. You know, give us a, your feedback, any comments, anything you just suggest that we, you know, could do better and improve upon, or even if you want to drop some questions for us to answer on our show. We definitely appreciate all of that feedback. So let's go ahead and jump into the NBA playoffs. But before we jump into the semifinals of the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference, we still got to touch on round one, uh, game seven, San Antonio Spurs against the Denver Nuggets. If everybody was listening to our last podcast, that was the only one we didn't get to touch about because, again, it had to go to game seven. So we talked, touched on all the other playoff games except for this one here. And me and Charlie kind of went back and forth on who could pull this out. And on my end, I actually said that I thought that San Antonio could pull it out based off experience, based off of, you know, the head coaching, uh, you know, a number of things here. I thought the Denver Nuggets were a very good team, but I thought at the end, you know, just it came down to the experience the most that was going to put San Antonio up front. So everybody knows that that did not happen on Saturday night. I stayed up late and watched that game, and I was pretty disappointed with San Antonio because they were flat from the very beginning. All I seen was the pregame stuff, and they showed everybody on both teams, San Antonio and Denver, talking about when you in, losing, you go home, et cetera, et cetera, all of, you know, the same old, same old stuff you always hear with any type of sports, right? But the team that came out fighting was Denver Nuggets. San Antonio, literally with every player out there, and I mean every. If you watch that game, you know what I'm talking about. Every player out there came out there absolutely flat. Nobody could shoot the ball. Nobody could play defense. Uh, DeMar DeRozan, you know, who I I expected, you know, to just play lights out, being, you know, uh, a player with playoff experience, did not do anything. He shot horribly in that game. And LaMarcus Aldridge, another one with playoff experience, was just as bad as him. These are your two veterans than your two leaders. And where they got a spark at from off the bench came Rudy Gay. And uh, even though the stats don't really show it, Patty Mill came out, you know, with two uh, quick shots, uh, scores, shall I say, right away in that game. But, you know, other than that, you didn't really see too much out of the rest of this team here. You know, they bench didn't contribute much outside, again, uh, Rudy Gay. 
And uh, the fact that, you know, just LaMarcus Aldridge and DeMar Rosen, you know, being the leaders and veterans on this team just couldn't put it together was very disappointing. That was, and, and they gave up at the end, too. Let's not forget about that. You know, I know it's, you know, kind of tough, but you still got to kind of foul guys and hope that guys miss foul shots you know, toward the end to give you an opportunity to see if you can still get a couple of points at the very end. These guys just kind of walked by and let them do whatever they wanted to. So, Charlie, I'm going to pass to you. What did you see in that uh, that game seven between these two here? Appreciate that, Twani. I saw some young boys, if you want to call them that, a young team became grown men in seven mm-hmm. games. And what I mean by that is – what I mean by that is everyone has said to you, Twani, that they're a young team, they go up mm-hmm. against a veteran team, you know, this not, might not be their year, et cetera, et cetera, blah, 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 blah. I get all that as well. But just like I said in the last show, last episode, I watched the Nuggets play. I've seen where this team have, where they started at and to where they are now. I'm going to say it again. When you got a player, a big man, that is an all-star. Yes, Swanee, he's an all-star. That can give you. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I, let, me, let me phrase that again. He's an all-star. He's not, he's not soon to be. He is an all-star. He's giving you 20. He's giving you over 20, 10, and 10 in the playoffs, in this series. Damn, excuse my language. And then you got Murray that's contributing to give you 20 points as well. And then you got Harris. You know, he's not playing. You know, he's, he's not giving you that 20, but he's giving you something, especially on the defensive end. You see him go up, go up in, front of your, in front of your eyes. You have to respect that. You have to respect what Mike Malone has done with this team. You have, you have to respect that. That's your big three right there. Mm-hmm. And then you got, you got Millsap. He, he, he's, he's that veteran. He's, mm-hmm. that, he's that veteran. He's like that. He, he's like – Okay, I've been in this situation before. So I'm going to help this young team grow. And that's what he's doing. I give him so much props. And I saw a team do that last night. I saw a team that, that, that was that they said they couldn't do it because they were, so, they were young, they were inexperienced, and they beat a Greg Popovich system Spurs mm-hmm. in seven games. You don't see a whole lot of t- young teams do that. Am I right, Twani? You correct. Be a Greg, be a Craig, Excuse me, a Greg Popovich system Spurs team. We talk about one of the greatest top two coaches to ever to ever coach this game. Mm-hmm. You can make an argument and say that he's probably the better than Phil Jackson. Another argument, another discussion for another time. But another again, time. another time. But that's all. I'm. That's all. I. I don't need to really say too much. Because I see what the big man has done. And, oh, the big man can't shoot the three. Let's not forget that. The man can shoot the three. He can pass the ball. And he can rebound. And he's his footwork. If you watch his footwork, it's just, it's just a beautiful thing. It is just so beautiful to watch a big man like that have that footwork. It's just, like I said, I'm so proud of these Nuggets for what they've done. Even players that come off the bench, barring those boys, and to help them push this along to, to play Portland, that's what you saw. That's what you saw in this in that game. And, yes, the Spurs, they did give up. Yes, they did. Why they didn't foul, I have no idea. I have no idea. I have no idea. Because because the way they – like you said, the way they played, Twani, they played where the Nuggets could have easily been up by 20 in the first quarter. 
Oh, big time. They could have been up by 20 or 25. This game should have been over in the first half. I'm just going to be honest with you. This game should have been over in the first half, and the Nuggets should have been – the Nuggets should not have won by by four. They should have won by at least 10 or 15. But they won, and they're going on to the next round. And that's what it's all about, having home – home – uh, home court advantage in the playoffs by having that number one, number two seed as well because you got the crowd behind you. Even though the Spurs did still won Endeavor, but the Nuggets still had home court advantage regardless as well. So I'm proud of the Nuggets. I'm proud of the Spurs and what they've done as well, you know, also, but you got to get credit where credit is due. But that's just it. I told you, Twenty. I did not, not tell you. I, I told you. I told you. You told, you told I told me. You. You told you know, me. So I made you. I'm, I made I'm, you a believer. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm gonna give you that. Uh, out, of, out of this round, this round, the Western Conference first round, uh, you made me a believer in that. Um, yes. I, and I'm gonna give credit to Jokic. You know that yes. last game, 21 points, 15 rebounds, 10 assists, yes. and he, like you said, he's the All Star. I wasn't taking anything away from him, you know, but it was just like again, I'd rather him. You know, I'd rather have a, a player on the team score 20 and win a game, then game six, where they should have put it away, to be honest with you. Oh, definitely. Him scoring 43 in, in a loss, you know? Agree, um, agree. But I also got to give uh, props to their coach, Malone, uh, for having the, uh, the the right system and mindset to put, you know, the Spurs in check. Uh, check it out. You know, just dropping some stats here. DeMar DeRozan, like I said, he shot awful. But some of that would, you know, uh, credit Denver Nuggets and the way they played and faced these guys. DeMar DeRozan was 7 of 21 from the field, but he knocked down five or six of his free throws. So most of his points came from the free throw line. Then you had LaMarcus Aldridge, who was 6 of 16 from the field. And then he hit nailed all his free throws, 4 for 4. DeRozan was 5 for 6, like I said. But both of these jokers were 33.3 from the field goals and 37.5 from the field goals. And then you had San Antonio's uh, center, uh, Jacob, who was uh, one for three from the field. Just like what center only takes three shots the entire game? 33% himself. No free throws at all. You know, the shooting guard that, uh, whatever reason, Popovich still decided to roll with him as a starter over over uh, Rudy Gay, instead of mixing up a little bit, he was 7-11 from the field at 63%, and he knocked down his free throws. But, again, it was just like, it was too little too late at that point. And then Brian White, I mean, excuse me, Derek White, he was awful as well, too, from the field. Four points, and he was 0 for 7. And the only thing he hit is was on free throw. So, again, it, it took Patty Mills to come off the bench, and it took Rudy Gay to come off the bench to provide a little bit of spark to kind of get these guys going. But let's be honest here, like I said, stat-wise or statistic-wise, shall I say, you know, to really break it down, Patty Mills came out and hit his first two shots, and he missed everything else after that. You know, it, it was like a nice little spark plug, you know, water bug out there, you know, like, hey, you know, we hadn't scored in like almost 10 minutes here. Let me come in and knock down my first two shots. And he didn't do anything else after that. And then Rudy Gay came out hot right away too, but then he went the, the rest of the game at 8 for 17, and, and it was just free throws at that point. So, again, I'm giving credit to Denver, you know, just total raw effort, you know. The game plan defensively, the energy they came out with at home, you know, they was ready. You know, young team or not, they was ready to move on. It's been 10 years or 10-plus seasons since they had uh, advanced to the next round. The last time you seen that was when Carmelo Anthony was there. They was ready. And as for San Antonio, they was not. I really thought DeMar DeRozan being his first year with San Antonio was just going to kind of stick it to mm-hmm. – uh, 
Toronto by, you know, showing them what he could do in a playoff with a different team. And he showed us the same thing he showed us when he was at Toronto. He didn't show up when he needed to. So no disrespect. I think he's a good player, but he didn't show up like he needed to. And this was part of the reason he was part of the, you know, package for Kawhi Leonard to move on, you know, so they can, you know, advance these rounds here. And DeMar Rosen going back home here. So that's all I got to say about him. Any any other words on, on, on that matchup here before we really jump into the second round now? No, nah, like I just state, like I no, everything you're saying, I totally agree on. But I'm just gonna touch on it one more time. He was all, he's an all star, Twani. You said he was an all star. He is an all star. You know, um, the center, Jokic. No, I did he's say a, he's an all star. I did say. No, you said no. You was you were saying about as far as his stats, like the stats wise, and I said that this is what the man can do as well from what we were debating that on our last show because you were saying about the stats. And what I said was was that that's something you can you can build around with because you got Murray and then you got you got Harris as well also. You know, then you got a veteran like Millsap, you know, to help those young players. You know, they ready. They are ready for this stage, you know, as well. I could see them, you know, I could see them you know, if, if they put it all together because like I said, it's home, it's, you know, when you have home court advantage, you know, being a second seed, you know, in the West, which is hard to do. We all, you know, we all know this because we know the West is always tough when you got Golden State and you got Houston, and, you know, Houston, them teams, you know, by being a second seed, that helps, you know, going into that semifinals round as well. So I'm just proud of the Denver Nuggets. Like I said, I'm, I'm proud of them. I'm proud of their young team. Mike Malone got them, got them, got them boys ready to play. We can play with anybody and we can play with a, a Greg Popovich system, Spurs, they can play with anybody. They they can play with anybody. So I'm very excited. So that that I'm gonna just leave it there with that. Shout out to the Nuggets for doing what they had to do and put this game away and move on. That's all okay. I'm gonna say on that as well. You we're know. gonna move on, but we're gonna stay right on the Nuggets here because they about to face my guys over here, the Portland Trailblazers. And, and I'm gonna kind of touch back on this game seven here. Uh, again, I was giving props to Jokic, you know, his being an All Star center and a center that you know that's that's been handling his business. But like I said, I'd rather have a center who's you know giving me twenty and ten or you know and 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 whatever else assist wise, you know, to get the whole team involved and win versus forty three and almost twenty, you know, in, in, in a loss here. So going into this matchup here against the Portland Trail Blazers, I, I do got to touch back on game seven a little bit. Jokic, yeah, he had 21 points, 15 rebounds, 10 assists. But you know what his field goals attempt was versus his field goals made? It was 9 of 26. He was 34% himself, but he knocked down his free throws. Uh, then you had Paul Millsap. He's a starter. He's a veteran, but he's a starter. He was 3 for 10, 30% himself. And then you had Gary Harris, you know, who had 11 but he was four for 10 for mm-hmm. his and then 40% from the field. And then Jamal Murray, who was out there shooting a couple of air balls out there. I mean, they had some beautiful plays and he couldn't finish them, you know, air ball layups, air ball, three point shots. He went nine for 19 for 47%. I'm just going to go ahead and drop it right now. I'm not even going to go down the whole list because they didn't shoot that much better either, but they put the defensive plan together. Like I said, against San Antonio, they helped them, you know, get to this point here. You go against Portland playing like you did in San Antonio in a must-win game seven, and you're going to have a rude awakening. I'm going to tell you that right now. Portland is not going to play with you. They're not going to play with you at all. Let's just keep it 100. 
<clears throat> just the first time in a long time that Damian Lillard has been able to advance into the next round. I've been telling you, like I told you in the last podcast, my man is hungry. He ain't taking he ain't taking no shorts, and he ain't gonna let allow his team to allow him to lose, you know, in this round here at all. Not not that he didn't advance to the Western to the Western Conference semifinals. He's he, he about to put it down, and then he got help here too. You know, let's let's keep it one hundred. You know, it ain't just it ain't just all about Lillard, but you know, at the end of the day, he can take over a game how he needs to, uh, and that's been proven to you know to advance to this next round here. But <clears throat> but uh, I'm gonna pass it back to you on that one. Um, what, what's your thoughts on this big matchup coming up here? Appreciate that. I hear what you're saying. It sounds good. But we shall see. <laughs> it sounds good, you know, about, you know, with Portland, Damian Litter, you know, advancing to the next round. And, you know, he's not, he's not, take, you know, he's not taking it anymore. I, I get all that. I get all that. But you, but you forgot one thing. We've seen another player that's been, that's, that's been playing lights out as well, too. Not just Jokic, but Murray as well. Murray can get his shots off, too, of any time as well. Yeah, he didn't have a he didn't have a, a, a best shooting game last night, don't get me wrong, but the man can shoot the ball. Let's not get it twisted. And the man can play defense. You know, I feel like he can go toe-to-toe with Damian Litter at some point, which is going to have to. But one thing I will say this, they don't have a big man like the Nuggets do. That's going to be the matchup right there for me. Can cancer stop Jokic? I don't think so. I'm just going. I'm just going to keep it 100 with our with Ooh. our fans and our and and, and our that's subscribers. Big words, yeah. Yeah, that's big words right there. Like I said, I watch these Nuggets play. I've seen what they can do. And like I said, this Jokic, um, if I pronounce his name wrong, I do apologize about that. Is on a whole nother level. I'm just going. I'm just putting that out there. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just putting it out there. There's no, there's no center on Portland that that can hang with him. I'm just, I'm just sorry. There's not. There's not at all. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. I, Cantor. I can't think of the other two centers' names. They're, they're pretty nice. Don't get me wrong. But we talking about somebody that can get you, that can get you twenty, ten, and ten easily. And he can shoot the three. He can shoot the three. He has a beautiful stroke. Yeah, he has to knock down his free throws. Don't get me wrong. He has to knock down his free throws. I, I get all that. But there's yeah, no big man. That's true. You're right. But there, but while you hyping Damon Litter up, I'm going to hype up my big man. I'm going to do that as well. They're going to be ready. They're going to be ready. I'm going to be the first to tell you. Go I'm going to be the first to tell you. I ain't going to cut you off here, but I'm going to be the first to tell you. He's going to have to hit his threes on cancer because in the paint, it ain't going to come as easy as it did against San Antonio Center. I ain't, okay. I'm not even going to lie to you. That, okay. We, I, I, you, okay. Can say, you can say apples to oranges here, but that center for San Antonio, man, with with the trade that he had to do to get Kawhi Leonard and what they had to give up, he, he was not ready to be a starter. Cancer is proven, experienced, been at this spot before. You know, it ain't, it ain't going to be easy for him in that paint. It ain't it ain't at all. The Kansas been averaging on, uh, about twelve, thirteen rebounds throughout that first round of the playoffs as well too. So it, it's gonna be a battle down there. But I think the advantage that Jokic, Jokic, I may be pronouncing it wrong too. I think the advantage that he'll have on Cancer is kind of like that old Shaquille O'Neal. You know, you couldn't come in the paint on Shaq, and I'm not saying Cancer is Shaq. So before my before all our listeners go crazy. Yeah, please don't do that. Yeah, please. I got you. I got you. I'm saying that his paint presence is going to be better than it is defending, you know, 
Jokic in the, in the three-point area range. That's what I'm saying. You come just, to that paint, it's going to be a little bit stronger there. But, you know, if you pull him outside, he could probably knock down his shots. And he's going to have to because, like I said, he ain't been shooting all that well here, you know, in the San Antonio series. He really hasn't. If you go back and look at every game up to game seven, it ain't – yeah, he had 43 points in one game. But, again, look at the statistics. He didn't look all that great in that game there, too, when you look at the averages. You know, he, he putting up a lot, a lot of shots. Not to be shooting better than that. That's that's what I'm saying. So. And I mean, and again, again, when you, I, I, I get all that. Don't don't get me wrong. I get all that. But you talking about you? We talking about cancer, and I'm not discrediting cancer at all. But we talking about having a big man like Jokic going up against going up against you know cancer. And like I said, I'm not discrediting what cancer do at all. I promise I'm not. But Jokic gonna. He's gonna eat. I'm sorry. He's he's gonna eat. I I, I hate to tell you that, Twani. He's gonna eat like it ain't no tomorrow. He's gonna he's gonna, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna eat. He's gonna eat from the outside. He's gonna eat on the inside. He's gonna do both. I gave you, know you what the his foot his no, his no, his footwork is beautiful. His and you watch that footwork. His footwork. Watch his footwork. It, we gonna see tomorrow night. We definitely gonna see. We definitely gonna definitely gonna see. Yeah, that footwork, man. Yeah, that footwork is beautiful. That footwork is beautiful. Against somebody who's on any other team. He probably ain't even. He probably ain't even a, a first center off the bench. You know, he probably he probably sitting on the suit. I, I'm gonna I'm just be honest. That ain't no disrespect to do. It was. Oh man, that's just that. Given. Come on now, come on, come on now, come on now. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. The man, the man was uh, a double double for him. For him. Uh, for him. For him. For him. For him to be the player that he is. That's just being disrespectful, man. Then come uh, on, man. I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't uh, let you do that, Juan. I can't. I can't. I can't let you do that. I can't let that, you, from from what from what from what he has become. Like everybody has to take a notice of Jokic. Everybody has. So for him to be another, that be just another player. No. No, he has no, 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 no. You heard me wrong. You heard me wrong. Okay, I'm okay. talking about San Antonio Center. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I got you. Center, I apologize. It was a huge mismatch there. Okay, got you. Because of okay. the trades and what they had to give up, he to do seven foot, but he, okay. again, if he was on anybody else's team, he would not be starting right now. Agree. I agree. He with would that. probably be the first option off the bench here. Right, right. He, he he's not he's not that guy. He averaged okay. less than one one block a game. He's not he's not ready. He wasn't ready for that position. I he has seven that. rebounds, but you seven foot, so it should be easy for you to get round, rebounds. But to average less, to, I'm gonna give you the exact average: zero point seven blocks a game. You seven foot, you can't get at least two blocks a game. Come on now. He's, he wasn't ready to be that center. Again, because of the whole Kawhi Leonard, DeMar Rosen trade, and, you know, uh, you know, flexing some, you know, some cap space there and not being in a luxury tax, this is the, the squad they had to roll with. You know, it, it was much different. But this center was not ready to be in position to go up against a Jokic. You know, and I'm just being honest here. He only two years in the league versus somebody who's four years in the league, and it clicked. For Jokic, who you know, just like four years, boom, I got it. You, you know, this is what's going down here. You know, yeah. that's what I'm saying. He wasn't ready to be in that position here. You yeah, know, I got you. Like cancer, cancer. Then you've been in this league. You didn't know how to, you know, what I'm saying face up against some big guys. You come in that paint, yeah. it ain't gonna be as easy as you know how it was in in in, in game one for for the dinner. No, that's what I'm well, telling you that. Well, he's Still also. Catch- Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead. No, go no. ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say you still got to worry about uh, mm-hmm. CJ uh, CJ McCullen as well as Damian Lillard as well too. You, True. you really do. 
True, I, I there's it. nobody else on that team that can that can match up with him. But you know, but I'm gonna let you go on here and, and, and finish your thoughts on it as well. Nah, again, but also too that with with cancer, cancer also been dominated by big men as well too. That's not get it twisted. Just because he, just because he, you know, he's been he just he been he got traded to the West. You know, in that you know he didn't get traded. My apologies. He was released from the team. He was released mm-hmm. from New York, and they got picked up. When he was in the East, he was getting dominated. You know, you know, he was getting dominated by some big men. Let's not get it twisted now. That's not, let that's, me ask that's, you that's, what type me, of that, big man was it? Let me ask you what type of big man was it? Was it more fluid? You know, because you know the, the, the West, because cancer came from the West first. The West okay. versus the East big man is totally different. Totally different okay. style, totally different style of play. Uh, okay. Dockage is the t- a prototypical Western Conference type big man. Joel Embiid. Go ahead. Again, it, it, and that's my point. Jokic is not a Joel Embiid. That's, that's why I'm pointed out. That's why I asked you so, what type of big so, man was he getting so, dominated by. So wait, a, so wait a minute. So, so, and, and again, fam, we we go we gonna move on. But we got. I just yeah, want to touch on, on this. We we, 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 we got to touch on this. Now, when you say right, he's right. not a Joel Embiid, explain that to me because explain that because I feel like that they're, they're to me they're similar in some ways. They, they're Joel similar in some ways. When we talk like Eastern go Conference ahead. type big men, okay, we, we can go from Joel Embiid, we can go from Dwight Howard, we can okay. go to Shaquille O'Neal because he originally came from the Eastern Conference as well too. Okay, uh, we could talk about the Patrick Ewans. We talking about dudes who can put their shoulder in your chest and knock you down and dunk on you, but we also could talk about how you know how they have that quick first step and they could just go right around you and get to the rim. You know, we could talk about that same movement on defense where they just suffocate you, and then now you got to pass the ball back out, or you got to, or you gonna get it blocked if you still try to attempt to put it put it up on them. You know, um, you know that's the type of you know big man that the Eastern Conference for many years has always had versus the Western Conference always had the more slower type. You know. You, you, we can shoot from the outside type big man from the Dirk Nowitzki, from the Jokic, you know, I can keep the list going on and on here, type of big man's over here where, you know, if you make a, a good move like Jokic did against San Antonio Center, it looks like he got great footwork, but you similar type players. You're not, you know what I'm saying, as fluid. You're not loose in the hip as, you know, as, as it looked if you were uh, playing against an Eastern Conference type, you know, center. You know, okay. that's, that's that's what I mean when I say okay. what type of center was he okay. playing against once he was over there in New York versus what he was used to in the Western Conference. Now he's okay. back what he's used to, you know, the type of center that he's used to facing, and they're not going to give him that same type of, you know, movement or anything like that. Like he faced the Steven Adams and things of that nature. Steven Adams is not going to bang him down in the post and just dunk on him. You know, he's going to try to do some moves or he's going to try to, you know, knock down a 15-foot jump shot. That's Most of the Western Conference teams still have that. I don't know why. It's been like that since the 90s. And I can even go back. I'm showing my age. I can go back to the 80s, and it's been like that for a long time. It, you've always seen the difference in type mm-hmm. of centers between the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference. And, mm-hmm. You know, even even David Robinson, you know, kind of had that slow movement. He, he wasn't a banger. He had knocked down that 15-foot jump shot. He would knock down an occasional 
uh, three-point shot. Same thing with Tim Duncan. But they weren't no big bangers, man. They tried to, you know, try to, you know, outsmart you more than, you know, be, you know, have that quick first step or bang you in that post or anything. So are you saying that Jokic is not a banger? Because I feel like he is. Right, he's not a banger. He wasn't showing me banging. He was missing a lot of shots when I watched that game okay. last night. He was he was he was being soft with it to it. Not saying he's soft, he was being soft with it to an extent. You know, he's trying to okay. get floaters out here. You too big to be shooting floaters, man. I go ahead and get in that paint and you Pit put pain. it put it down. I ain't asking yeah. you to dunk it. You but go ahead right. and put a shoulder in them, back them up a little bit, and make that shot easier for you. Don't change your shot just because they stood in your way. You know. Right. That's what that right. recent conference gives you. Give me a banger. You know, mm. somebody who can give me both. You gotta be you gotta be smooth with it. You gotta know when to bang and when to, you know what I'm saying, change it up. You know, that is just that's just it. But at the same time, the one thing that the Western Conference can give you is somebody mm-hmm. who can, you know what I'm saying, drop that fifteen foot jump shot when the paint ain't working for him because that's not their style. And that's what Jokic is. It's not his style to bang, you know? He's well, not I mean, a if he real... has to bang, if he has to bang, he could bang. I'm, I understand he's, it's I not his style, but, but yeah, and you probably will see it more just because of the player that he that that he's going up against, which is cancer that is known to actually get into your chest, and he's right. you know he's a defender and everything. I would I give right. I would give cancer that, but I'm gonna give the edge to you know yoga just because you know I feel like he he will bang. He's gonna have to bang. You know he's gonna he's gonna have to put his body into you know put his his body into cancer, not cancer. Put put his body into yoga. It can't be that way. You know otherwise cancer will win that battle each and every time. You know, mm-hmm. I don't see cancer winning that battle. I see it being a damn good battle. That's for sure. But mm-hmm. I just see it when it's all said and done that Jokic's going to have that upper hand. You know, as well, I feel like he's, he is going to end up, you know, put his, you know, getting in the post and he's going to bang. You know, also while shooting that, shooting that 15 footer and he can shoot the three as well. But it's going to be a, it's going to be a good series. I'm definitely looking forward to it. That's yeah, for sure. To it too. Yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, let's go ahead and move on because we didn't get way too deep and way too yeah, long. We right along. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Debate, good debate. Definitely liking that debate there. Yeah, All definitely. Right. So let's talk about. Let's flip the script since we already was kind of talking about the trade and everything. Let's go ahead and talk about Toronto versus Philly. Kawhi Leonard, career high. 45 points, 11 rebounds. Now, we talk about Kawhi Leonard, who had already won a championship with the San Antonio Spurs. We talk about somebody who had won an MVP in that championship with the San Antonio Spurs. This is while Tim Duncan was still there and still pretty much in the midst of his prime. He wasn't even at the tail end of his career. So Kawhi Leonard helped Toronto get a first-round win in this Eastern Conference semifinals. And it, it, before that point, Toronto before he before he joined that team, should I say Toronto was one and eight before getting this first round first game win in any of their uh, any of their playoff games. Now that's 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 saying a lot because you had Vince Carter over there, you had Tracy McGrady over there. That's right. saying an awful lot. You know what I mean? So yes. um, it wasn't really a surprise to me, but what was a surprise was the fact that how they blew Toronto out. Uh, excuse me, excuse, uh, how Toronto blew Philadelphia out from the very beginning. Don't let the score fool you. Don't let the 108 to 95 fool you if you didn't watch that game. It was a blowout, and all the starters was on the bench, and the backup players was, you know, rushing. But, I mean, Toronto brought it on every end of the game. You know, Jimmy Butler, you know, who's a, a veteran, 
a former Chicago Bulls who'd been in playoffs. You know, he'd been to Minnesota and was in the playoffs, and now he over there with Philly. Ten points. They shut Jimmy down. Jimmy could score. Ten points. 4-12 from the field. Shut Jimmy down. Tobias Harris, who's a known shooter. Six to 17. Shut him down with only 14 points. Joel Embiid, who I just mentioned, is a banger who can bang you or he can finesse you if he wants to with that quick first step. Five of 18, 16 points. J.J. Redick, who's always been known as a shooter. Six to 13, 17 points. And Ben Simmons, who is actually the one who can't really shoot, the one that everybody, you know, kills his jump shot, was actually seven for eight with 14 points. That's saying a lot about this Toronto team. I, again, I had Toronto winning this round, winning the whole thing, but I didn't expect them to come out there and shut things down like that. I mean, they really put their foot on, they, on, on Philadelphia's strokes. I mean, they brought it from every aspect and every end here. I mean, they, 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 they brought the thunder. Charlie, I'm passing it to you because I know you got a lot to say about this because you were tagging me in different posts here and everything. I appreciate that. I'm not going to really say too much, you know. Um, you know, you have to put, put me out there like that. I did say a couple of things, but I'm just going to say uh-huh. one player, say one player that, you know, that we kind of, we kind of touched on in our last, our last, last episode was Siaka. Yep. 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 I, I told you about Siaka. I told you, you, you know, when we, you, I told you that, you know, he, you know, he not going to give you 40 or 50, but he's going to compliment um, Kawhi Leonard, and that's what he did. He complimented right. him to DT as well. He gave him he 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 gave twenty nine as mm-hmm. well. He shot good. He I mean he's twelve for fifteen from the field, three for four from three uh, from uh, from three, as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's that's like you know, and I don't want to you know I'm, I don't want to be putting out there or, or make it overblown, but that's like your that's like your Jordan the Pippen. You know, so that's like your, that's like mm-hmm. your, your, that's like your, your, you know, your Kobe the Shaq. That's like your, mm-hmm. that's like your Clay Thompson. You know, that's like your, you know, um, Steph Curry to your Clay Thompson, or your Clay, mm-hmm. you know, your Kevin Durant to your Steph Curry. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Someone that's yeah, going to actually yeah. give you, give you something over 20. You know, and be yeah. efficient. That's the key word right there, efficient as well. Uh, we know it's not Kyle Lowry. We know we, we know what Kyle Lowry is. We we know that mm-hmm. as well, which is which is very sad, very mm-hmm. sad as well. But we know what Danny Green will get you. We know what Marcus Saul will get you. You know, Marcus mm-hmm. Saul, you know, he's not the same player that he used to be in Memphis, mm-hmm. but we know what he can do. We know what he can right. give you as well. But to get to have this young man give you 29 and be efficient from the field, Mm-hmm. And nobody can stop, and nobody from Philly can stop it. Can stop this man, and then not cannot mm-hmm. stop Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a problem, Twani. That that's a problem. Um, that's a problem to the point where that if it keeps going the way it's going, they can easily sweep Philly. Easy sweep so? Philly. I'm, so? I'm positive. Unless okay. Philly can get it, unless Philly can get it together, because Jimmy Butler can't have the game that he had. He can't have 14. He can't have nah. that. Tobias Harris can't have Tobias Harris can't have fourteen as well. You know, and B can't B can't have sixteen. I'm sorry, you can't. Ha- I, I don't need those players to have just fourteen or sixteen. I need those players to have at least twenty or twenty five. I need them B to have twenty five or thirty. I don't mm-hmm. need sixteen from you. You a big man. Okay. 
You see what I'm saying? I expect more from I expect more from Joel and B than anybody on Philadelphia. I need you to be have, the next game. You need to have thirty. You need to have thirty. Mm-hmm. You need to have more than ten. You need to have more than eight rebounds. You need to have about thirty mm-hmm. and fifteen. You need to show them why you feel like you won the best big man in the league. Because right now, you're not to me in my eyes. I see Jokic mm. as the best big man in the league. Yes, I said mm. it. Yes, I said it. Yes, mm. I, I hey. said that, yes. So, yes. Yeah, our email blow up That's here. fine by me. That is, that is fine okay, by me. <laughs> and that's no disrespect to Joel and B because I know what the man can do, but at the end of the day, you know, You've been in you've been in this. This is not your first rodeo in the playoffs. You've been in this situation. I expect more from I expect more from you. I'm sorry. And then for Jimmy Butler, I expect more from Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler, you've been to Eastern Conference. You done played in these type of games. And then you put up the and, uh, am I am I right, Twenty from Chicago days? And then you give us right. and, and you give us this play? Man, no. Maybe. I'm not hearing. I'm not hearing that's that. You match up too. That's exactly. Him and Kawhi, they should have been going back and forth better than points, man. If, if 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 Kawhi gave you that, Jimmy Butler should have had forty. Yep, exactly. At least thirty five. We didn't we seen and witness Jimmy do that. We seen it yes. with the Bulls. We didn't seen it with with Minnesota. Yeah. We didn't seen that with him in the playoffs, man. So yeah, very disappointing. Yeah, very I, disappointing. Man, I, I I don't want to cut you off here. I'm going to let you finish because I, I want to play devil advocate, and then I want to touch on something else on this same series here. So go ahead and finish up so I can play the devil advocate real quick. With you. Oh, no, that's pretty much that's pretty much it on my end. I, okay. I need to see more come game two, and I believe game two is tomorrow. I believe game two is tomorrow. I believe that's the first game yep, um, yep. Uh, that's on T. That's on, if I'm not mistaken, on TNT because the mm-hmm. uh, the Nuggets and Trailblazers play second, play the second game yep. as well. So I am yeah. going to be watching. You know, yeah. I'm def- I'm I, if, and if I don't see more when we do our show twenty, I am gonna say what I said, and I'm gonna hey. and I'm planning to back it up too, as hey. well. Okay, you better, well, you better be having that humble pie ready too. Oh, so. I plan to, and I love pie. <laughs> you know, I love pie. <laughs> so I get it twisted. I love pie, so I have that humble pie, sir. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. So good. So boom. Devil advocates, then you know. Let's go ahead and kick this off, then, because you 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 kind of touched on some things here. You was like, uh, basically, uh, you see Toronto sweeping Philly, but can Toronto really sweep Philly when your two best players uh, had to play thirty-eight and thirty-four minutes to score forty-five and twenty-nine when the rest of your team, Paul Gasol, twenty-eight, Marcus uh, yeah, uh, Marcus Hall, excuse me, yeah. um, twenty-five minutes. And was mm-hmm. three for eight from the field. Danny Green, thirty-one minutes, was two for five from the field. Kyle Lowry, who was four for ten, and he had played thirty-seven minutes. Serge Ibaka, mm-hmm. who had been in the playoffs in the Western and Eastern Conference, gave you nineteen minutes and was three for nine from the field. And then your backup point guard at Fred uh, Van Leek, he was twenty uh, twenty-three minutes and was one for two from the field. Can't do is that really you know? Uh, do you really think they can keep that this type of play up? You know, I know defensively, and I'm talking about offensively in order to sweep Philly. That's okay. my number advocate. So breaking okay. it down for you like that. Go ahead. Okay, okay. So with and with that, and I with that, that was I, I, I not disputing it at all. I, I see where, how you broke that down. If this, if these, if these are the stats, yes. 
if they if if Philly's giving you these if these Philly players are giving you these stats if 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 Wait, Jimmy Toronto, so that was Toronto though right but Toronto. that's what I'm saying but I'm hopping, but I'm going but I'm going oh, back okay, I'm going okay. back on I'll Philly so so, so 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 if, so again if Jimmy Butler's giving you four giving you ten if Tobias Harris giving you fourteen if Simmons is giving you four giving you fourteen Jimmy Ray is giving you seventeen but then Embiid is giving you sixteen if this how it's going to play out then why not but. We still talk about the same Philly team that just blew out their opponent the last game, and they were scoring. Even in their their lone loss against Brooklyn, Jimmy Butler had 40 points then, too. You can't expect Jimmy Butler to, you know, just because he had one bad game, to come out, you know, and not have a a, a, good game to get back to normal Jimmy Butler. Right. I understand what you're saying, but right. But what you were saying was that that devil's advocate, if if the score goes, if the the stats go like this, then – it could possibly be be a sweep. It could be like a four one sweep. If they, if no one's scoring over twenty, you have someone has to score over twenty twenty for on, on Philadelphia. It can't just be you can't just score in the teams and think you're gonna win. Right. Again, I you know what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Come on. Think, uh, Go ahead. But my double advocates too is also can Kawhi and Sockham keep up this type of production on both ends of the floor in order to have to have that sweep. You know, again, we're yes. talking about a Philly team that got Jimmy Butler and, and, uh-huh. and other players that are, are known to score. You got Harris that's known to score, Embiid that's known to score, Reddick that's known to score. Can they keep can they keep this type of momentum up on the scoring end? Because, again, I, like I said, I, we uh-huh. know we, we've seen what they can do on the defense, but can they right. keep up their end knowing that they got uh, some some uh, uh, deficiencies in the scoring column there in order to pull this sweep off. It's it's possible, but you're gonna have to get more for uh, from for Kyle Lowry because if, if two, if, I'm, I'm just being honest. You have to get more for Kyle Lowry, and then Danny Green's gonna have to shoot the ball better. But if someone from Philly is giving you about twenty, if two Philly players give you twenty five, which is Embiid and and Jimmy, I call him the Jimmy. Um, then the series could actually go around. But I can see Siakam playing at a high level that he's been playing with. But, I mean, if Siakam has has a bad game, then I don't see it as a sweep. I don't I don't, I don't see it as a sweep. But Kyle Lowry has to give you something. Kyle, he, he has to give you something, man. You can't keep you can't keep playing like this. I don't understand. You can't keep – you the point guard. I, I don't get it. You can get your own shot. You can get to the rack. I mean, man, you are you are the fur king. You are the fur in big time. I'm not understanding. I'm not, man. For real. I, I, okay. That brings me. That brings uh-huh. me to my next point. I don't want to cut you off again, like uh-huh. I said. No, um, it, this one's not double advocate because uh, your Kyle Lowry um, point, uh, and I'm I'm gonna kind of agree with you on this one because reason. Uh, my, my, Reason I'm bringing this one up is because we touched on this one in the last podcast for all yeah. the listeners and subscribers. We touched on it, and, and Charlie Head said that he needed Kyle Lowry to give him more. Yeah. And I disagreed. Um, you also said that you felt like they traded the wrong player away, um, and, and I disagreed on that one as well, too. So that's why I'm kind of going back and touching on this. Okay. So I'm agreeing with you to an extent. You do need a little bit more out of it, you know, but at the same time, I still feel like he needs to be – a floor general first. You know, there's been tons of point guards that's been floor generals that's not really been scores. You know, um, 
perfect example, we can go to San Antonio back in the David Robinson day, and you had uh, Avery, Avery Johnson over there. Avery Johnson didn't score a lot of points because, uh, fam, he, uh, but what he could do was set his players up and put them in position to score. Avery Johnson may only gave you nine points. I've seen some playoff games where he scored only five points, but he gave you eight, nine, sometimes 10, 11, and 12 assists. He set that team up, and he played very well deep, very good defense at that time being. Avery Johnson right. was only about five. Man, they said 5'11". I'm going to say 5'8". But I'm going to be honest with you. But at the end of the day, he set that team up. He ran the floor well. He put everybody in position to be able to score, and they won a championship with him. So that's how I'm kind of looking at Kyle Lowry. But I do agree with you. You could have seen a little bit of better scoring from him because he did take 10 shots. Shouldn't have to see 4-10, you know, 40% from the field. Exactly. You know, so I I do agree with you on that one. Last game, I didn't agree with you too much. This game, I do. So I did want to kind of touch on that. I still say that Kyle Lowry, this is his role now. You know, he's kind of getting up there. You know, uh, the last few playoffs when he was with uh, DeMar uh, DeRozan, you know, he did not score well at all. I think it's time for him to just kind of play the court, you know, captain, floor general, get everybody in position, set them up, and then uh-huh. if you need to score, score some buckets then. Yes, he can get to the hole, you know, but I, I don't. I just don't think that's his role now. He's a little bit older, and people kind of forget that now. He's not too old, but right. he's a little bit older where he needs to just kind of facilitate everything and make sure people are in the right spot, set them up for them to score. Well, well give me more than eight assists there. I get the whole four general thing, but give me more than eight assists. And then if you want to be a four general, then don't go four for ten. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, man. That's, I, I, I agree with you. Uh, again, but like I said, at the same time, I've seen the same thing with Avery Johnson, and they won a championship, you know. Um, but eight assists is good assists. Think about that, fam. It's hard to get eight assists in a game because you only get so many steps when you pass the ball. Once you, once you pass that ball out your hand, if your player makes – more than, uh, you know, three steps, your assist gone, you know. So getting eight assists, that means he's putting it right where it should be. And he only had one turnover in that game. So that's even better because if you look at the turnover assist ratio, you know, technically that one turnover, okay, so he had eight assists, he had one turnover, that drops it. That's technically in my eyesight, when you look at the ratio, he had right. seven assists. So that's still okay. not a bad assist to turnover ratio, though. And he gave you that. That's and, what the type of floor general does. And that's fine. And I get that. But if you and like I said, and I, I I get that with the with the you know uh, assist turnover ratio, I get that. But at the end of the day, if you're gonna be a floor general, do not go four for ten and over four for three point range. Be efficient if you're gonna be a floor <laughs> general. That's all I'm saying. Like so, I look at him, but the you floor know, that, general that, ain't always about scoring. That's what I'm I understand that. Not under, always about scoring. I understand that, but don't go old. Don't shoot the ball badly, though. Just, just. <laughs> I understand. I understand, I understand what you're saying, Twally. Because you were point, you used to be a point guard. I get that. Yep. I, I get that because you played. You played that point guard position. I give you that. You know as well. But don't shoot the ball badly. Just be. If you don't be a full general. Pick your pick your spots to where you want to get your shot and be efficient with it. That's all. I'm not telling you to go out there and score twenty. You know, but if you're going to give me 10, at least be three for five, you know, from the field. Oh, I agree. You, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and you know, and 
and go from there. That's that's all I'm saying, Twine. That's 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 all, that's all I'm saying. You know, I agree. I'm, I'm not hating on. I'm not hating on. Don't get me wrong, but you know, I need to. You know, I, if you gonna be a floor general, be a floor general. You know, don't be a floor general and don't shoot the ball well. I, I can't stand that. So as well, but, but that's that's it for me. Okay. That's it for me, too. So we're going to let our uh, sponsor get their word in real quick. We'll take a quick commercial break for everybody. Man, this this been an awesome uh, uh, podcast so far. So y'all stick with us because we still got to talk about the rest of the, uh, you know, the playoffs here. We still got to touch more on the uh, last couple games that happened today in the Eastern Conference semifinals or the Western Conference semifinals. So yes, sir. stick with us. Quick, quick commercial break. Here from our sponsor. We'll be right back with you from the sidelines. All right. Welcome back, family. We are back. Thank you for taking the time out to listen to our sponsor. And we just about to jump right into the rest of these conference finals, semi-conference finals here. And I'm about to start with the Western Conference Finals because I'm fired up about this one here. Golden State versus uh, the Houston Rockets. First, I already had the Warriors winning this. And I had the Warriors winning this one at six. But today's game was absolutely ridiculous. I'm fired up about it. And here's why. Um, I can't stand this whole flopping thing. James Harden was absolutely ridiculous today with the flopping, and he was getting these calls here as well, too. You know, I thought Golden State played it well, and they did not get the respect that that they were supposed to get when defending any of James Harden's shots against against these flops. He's literally pulling up a shot, they're jumping straight up and moving to the side, and he's kicking his legs out and falling backwards, and he's getting foul called. It got to the point where Chris Paul, a veteran at this, you know, veteran at the game, not saying James Harden is a veteran at, at, at this game, but, uh, you know, he's been a leader, a floor general at the point guard position, is out there literally throwing his butt into people as he pull up his jump shot, you know, and begging for calls, and he got hit with a technical force. You know, and even at the end of the game with 4.4 seconds left on the, on the clock, he makes a bad pass, he jumps up in the air, the defender – you know, it bounced off his chest, and, and but it goes in the air. Eric Gordon catches it, but he catches out of bounds. And Chris Paul starts whining and crying about how he was fouled. Nobody fouls you. These guys were literally out here playing the game so terribly, you know, and slowing down the game with all this flopping stuff out there. It was absolutely absurd here. You know, it's just like, what are you teaching the young generation here when you out here flopping, you know, for calls or kicking your legs out and then bouncing your head back, James Harden, because I know you hit your head pretty hard when you flop like that on one of those plays. What are you showing the young generation that you can just get these calls if you just go ahead and flop here? It was absolutely awful. And the fact of the matter is, again, like I said, Golden State played it so well to watch James Harden go to the line 13 or 14 times and shoot 90% from the free throw line when the rest of his team – Nobody had more than seven free throws, which was Chris Paul, who was also out there flopping, so I can't give no respect on that. It was ridiculous. So out of a total of 24 or 29 free throws, you got James Harden, who shot 13 of 14 of those free throws. That says a lot, and the refs got to do better. And the fact of the matter that he got to the line that many times, still complained to the refs after the game, and even complained some more to the media about how he wanted a fair opportunity. 
I don't know how much of a fair opportunity you can get when you got to the free throw line 13 or 14 times completely in this game by flopping here. Chris Paul got to the line seven times flopping. You only hit him four times, but that's on you. But I don't know how much more of fair, as you call it, to, to win a game that you can get when you flop that much and you got the calls. You got everything you want. But on the other end, on the other end here, what I've seen was Kevin Durant still stepped up and did his thing and scored 35 points. Draymond still did his and was very efficient at 7-9 uh, from the field and scored 14. Iguodala off the bench scored his 6-7 and had gave, provided 14 points. Clay and Curry didn't have their, their, their splash brother type night, but they still provided 13 and 14. And guess what? They did it without the flopping. Now, before anybody say anything or hit the email that Kevin Durant did get to the line 12 or 15 times, again, he did not do it with flopping. He did it by his aggressiveness. He did it by his driving. He did it by his pump fakes, doing the veteran play that you get by leaning into people and pulling up your jump shot. That is how you get the foul shot. When you pump fake and they jump and you lean into them and you pull up, that's how you get the foul shot. Not jumping backwards, kicking at somebody's lower legs to get a call when you out there flopping. It was absolutely ridiculous. It was one of the slowest games I've seen, especially when you're in the semifinals. You're expecting a battle. You're expecting an all-out shootout, drive to the lane, and some defense. But all I've seen was a bunch of flopping by Houston Rockets, and they sat there and complained to the point where Chris Paul, he complaining about a pass that he made at the end of the game where he left his feet, threw it into a player's chest, bounced off that player's chest, and then Eric Gordon caught it out of bounds, and he still complained about it until he got his second technical and got ejected out of the game. Y'all got to do better. I don't want to see that in this next round that y'all have to play. You've got to do better, Houston. This was absolutely absurd. It was absolutely ridiculous. And the refs got to do better, too. Go back and review the film and look at all these flops here. Because a lot of these were some straight-up ticky-tacks. Shouldn't have been called because that's how Houston was playing it. And culture-wise, that's how you were playing it as well, too. And that was ridiculous. you got to do better as a coach, too. Charlie, I'm passing it to you because I'm fired up about this, man. But that, that was whack, man. Big ups to Golden State for doing your thing here. Houston, come better than that, man. Come way better than that. Hey, yes, you were. I appreciate that. You fired, you fired up on this. I, you man, know, I mean, up? I mean, you, you, you fired up to the T. I, I was like, man, you keep going, but I, I appreciate that, um, that pass. Um, I had Houston winning in seven. I still have Houston winning, winning in seven games. Um, this, 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 you have two teams that don't like each other. They may have respect for each other, mm-hmm. you know, because they play they play the game, but they don't like each other. And you and, and the reason that I say that and I touch on that is because you can go back to last year, where that if Chris Paul wouldn't have got hurt, and I I can you know you can agree to disagree as well. If Chris Paul wouldn't have got hurt, you would be talking about you know it's a possibility that Houston could have beat this Golden State team. And they would have been the finals in Houston. Would you know? Would it's possible Houston could be your NBA? You know, your defending NBA champions, champs. Mm-hmm. But they're not. Golden State won. So again, that was last year here or there. So now we're, we're so now we're here. We're at this point as well. I need to see more from 
P.J. Tucker. I do. When I see a goose egg, and we all know what a goose egg is, you know, mm-hmm. as well, you know, um, to his to, to his name, that kind of scares me. And when I say that, it's because we know what P.J. Tucker could do. P.J. Tucker could hit the three. P.J. Tucker could put the ball in the hoop. He could hit that corner three. So I don't need to see a, you know, zero for four from the field and 0 for three for three-point range. I don't need to see that. Yeah, you had four steals and you had a ton, you know, you turned the ball once I get that. But you didn't score. I need you to score. And, and it ain't not just P.J. Tucker. I, Clint Capella. You got paid all that money in the offseason. You know, you got that big contract. You said you wanted Golden State. You said that I want to play Golden State. I want to be Golden State. And then you only show up, got four points, six rebounds, and two assists. You have no blocks, no steals. And, yeah, you didn't turn the ball over, but you didn't show up on the defensive end. You didn't even show up on the offensive end. I need you to do more. I need you. I need you to be that dominant big man on the defense end that I know you could be. That that glue, that 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 glue that keep it together, playing defense wise. Because that stats right here is not gonna cut it. Not against this Golden State team, the team that you say you want to play. And again, since we stand on Houston, why is not Kenneth Reed not playing? And you got Nene playing over Kenneth Reed? Right, right. Really, really. Uh, I need to see uh, Mike D'Antoni make an adjustment on that. Bring Kenneth Reed off the bench. Tell him to make an adjustment on the block. But keep going. <laughs> true, true. And you know what? I was, I was finna, I was finna go there. I was finna go there. Again, some people may say that it wasn't flopping. That he, he should have got the calls. You know that more calls than he should have. But again. If this was the regular season, NBA regular season, he might would have got some of them calls, more calls than that. But this is the playoffs. This is a totally different, totally different style. Everything is much slower. It's more methodical. So you're not gonna get what you the calls you think you're gonna get. Now there was some that there was a couple that would might be questionable, but at the end of the day, Golden State did what they had to do to pull out this game as well, because you got Kevin Durant that's been playing lights out. Because Kevin Durant, let's be honest, Kevin Durant's carrying that team. I don't care what nobody, if, if, if Kevin Durant's not giving you give you 35, then they lose it. They, they gonna lose. I, I that. mean, if it, I'm gonna disagree oh, with that one. You know, you know, you know what? I, I, you know what? You're right. I'll take that back. Even if he does give you 35, they, they can win or lose a game. So I take that back. Um, subscriber fans and audience, my apologies on that. But again, when you got Kevin Durant playing lights out like this, it's it's hard to beat them. And again, Clay Thompson and Steph Curry, the Splash Brothers, they didn't have a good game. They didn't have a good game from the field today, as well. But you had J. Mar Green playing, playing, anchoring that anchoring that team on defense, mm-hmm. and he played he played hella defense today. He did that. But again, it's it's everything is questionable. You know, you I mean, we they gonna hit up our inbox, Swanee. They is. But yes, you be so adamant about the, about the fight, and, and you know oh. we'll, we'll be ready for. It. We'll hey. be ready for. It. But at but 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 at the end of the day, you just see two teams that don't like each other. You you see it, you see it. You you you, you and it's gonna it, it's gonna come. Down. But James Hart can't can't keep shooting the way he's shooting. He can't. 
He mm-hmm. he can't. Especially nine when he's of twenty eight. Yes, I agree. I agree. Nine of twenty eight. Four yeah, that of sixteen was... from three point lane. I agree. That's, yeah. So I agree. I'm gonna pass that, that, I'm gonna let you finish. Yeah, I'm gonna let you finish. That, that cutting you off. I'm gonna just kinda, you know, go back and review some things you said. You said you need to see more out of Clint Capella. Again, the most uh the, the second most attempts on the field, uh on the floor, excuse me, was Eric Gordon at nineteen. He was right. ten of nineteen. He was about the most efficient out there and he gave you twenty seven points. You can't see much out of Clint Capella when only he's only getting two attempts the entire game. I I, I got I'm, I'm with you on the defensive end because it's still you still I'm, a big right. man. You still supposed to grab these boards. You still supposed right. to get these blocks. But when you ain't getting no attempts on the other end, it messes everything up. You ain't getting no type of rhythm. But he has to figure that out. PJ Tucker, I'm gonna go back on that one too because you said you need to see more out of him. But let's be honest, PJ Tucker is a spot up shooter. So. He's only getting four attempts, and uh, three of those four attempts are three-pointers. You know, he can't get into a rhythm. He's a spot-up shooter. He's not one that's going to create off the dribble. He has to be able to get that ball in his hand through the pass and allow him to shoot that ball, you know. But when you got your boy James Harden out there hogging the way he is and out there flopping, and Chris Paul, you know, let's look at him. Four assists out of Chris Paul. Chris Paul was a known double-double to give you at least 10 points and at least give you 10 to anywhere between 10 and 16 to 17 assists a game. For him to have four assists, and I'm talking about over his career, I ain't even just talking about with Houston. Chris Paul has always at least given you 10 points a game and then give you at least anywhere between 10 to 16 assists a game, man. You know, sometimes he would give you the triple-double because he would get a bunch of steals, or he would grab some rebounds himself. You know, so this is why I said Chris Paul needs to do better. You out there worrying about flopping and trying to get these calls, and you ain't playing the game that how you need to play. And it kind of goes back to earlier how I was talking about Kyle Lowry, uh, which, Charlie, um, this is a true example, again, about another floor jump. Chris Paul, we know he can score if he really wanted to, if he really wanted to take over the game, he can score. But his is the first first, get everybody in line, get them set up, and let them do their thing. So yeah. that's where he get all his assists from. And then when he needs to score, he can. Because I have seen Chris Paul in past years with, you know, when he was with the Hornets or when he was with the Clippers score, you know, 30 or more points. But, you know. But Chris Paul has still has always been let me get everybody in line, set them up, and then let them do their thing. So that's why his average is normally about he's going to give you at minimum 10 points and give you anywhere between 10 to 16 assists. And you didn't even get that out of him. You know, so it's just like it's hard for P.J. Tucker and Clint Capella to really get into a rhythm and do their thing on the offensive end when – James Harden doing what he doing and Chris Paul doing what he doing on his end. And I agree with you. Nene, I was shocked to see him out there. You really did not play Kenneth Reed at all. It was just like he has Western Conference playoff experience. And it's just like to go over, you know, the veteran Nene. Nene of all people. You know, I, I can I can see getting some minutes in and stuff like that, spot minutes and stuff, but not over Kenneth Reed. That that was foolish and stuff. But that's typical Mike Dantoni for you. You know, it's just like he can't yeah, never is. get over the hump. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't even know why he keep getting a coaching job because this is his style of play. He wanna try to, you know, you know, just let everybody shoot the three like crazy. 
don't play no defense, you know, and, and, and here's the results. You know, now that they have stepped up against a better playing team, you know, this, you, you start to see the, the D'Antoni, the type of logic or philosophy of basketball. That's it right. for me. You know, it's typical. Yeah. That's yeah. why he can't never get over the hump. He ain't been able to get over with the Spurs and every other team he done coached up to this point. That's D'Antoni for you. Straight up. You mean the Suns? Excuse me. Yes, the Suns. I don't know why I said the Spurs, but yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. The New York Knicks, yep, the Lakers. I apologize, fans. The yep. New York Knicks, the, the Lakers. Lakers. Yeah. Yep. It's just it's it's been typical of him, man. Yep. This is what he does. He he like everybody to run and gun, play nothing on the defensive end, and this is why they can't get out their own way. But it starts with the head coach first, like me and you both said earlier, and I'm saying it again. So again, tell them to stop worrying about people out there flopping to get these fake calls that you want so bad. Well, you still did get them, James Harden. You still did get them, Dan Tony. But at the end of the day, you just didn't do enough defensively to to win this game. That's what it all boils down to. I agree. I, I man, I agree. I agree, uh, man. Also, too, uh, yeah, I agree, man. It's, we'll see. Like I said, I got them at seven still. But if they keep playing the yeah. way they playing, man, if they keep playing the way they playing, I mean, I didn't even see how his son, the, what's the, um, uh, Doc Rivers' son, he wasn't even playing today. He played for them. Yeah, he, he, he wasn't, wasn't even dressed. He wasn't, he wasn't even dressed. That's why I'm like, wait after, a minute. After he, was, yeah. after he played in the first round, so yeah. Yeah, and he, play, and he played decent in the first round. That's what I'm going to understand. Like, mm-hmm. So you don't have him playing either? Come on, yep. man. You got to dress him. You got to play him. Yep. He played Shumpert over him. It's just like, yeah. really? And that's Shumpert weird. Shumpert gave yeah. you one for four out of three minutes. It's like, yeah. that's, that's what you went for? One yeah. for four. And all yeah. you three-point shots. Yeah, I would have never went with him. He, You yeah. ain't saw him. You ain't saw him, sis. Man, he, he, I didn't even know he Please. was still on the team. Yeah. <laughs> just I'm go, like, man. Man, you got to go back to Cleveland. He should not have been out there over, over Austin Rivers. Pretty much. Yeah, true. Straight up. Yeah, and, and then they yep. shouldn't have been over Kenneth Reed. Kenneth Reed, yep, straight yeah, up, definitely. And I thought that was weird. I'm like, so you don't have Rivers or Fareed out here on the floor? Yeah, that's all yeah. bad. But you got Gerald yeah, Green out there. You, you yeah. got Gerald Green, which I get it. And I mean, you got the, you got the, you know, I believe he's a rookie house or a second year player. I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But man, they're not giving you I nothing. I didn't get the second year player. I didn't, I didn't get yeah. that in Gerald Green. I don't yeah. really get that one either. Yeah, yeah, I don't get that either. You got to, but I definitely you know, didn't get that uh, Nene and, and Shumpert being out there. Yeah, really same big. here. I don't, I don't care if Shump, uh, Shumpert is an NBA champion. At the end of the day, he ain't play, he ain't played well since Cleveland, so I'm not understanding. Right. He was just on the Kings not too long ago, so he been bounced around. So right. I'm not understanding. But yes, indeed. I ain't gonna spend too much time on that. So that's for sure. For sure. We'll I didn't been in enough about this game. That was all. Yes, you have. All right, so we're gonna hit the last game that was up today. Uh, we're going to talk about Boston Celtics and Milwaukee Bucks. So, that being said, since I didn't went off on my, my, my rant about <laughs> the game, uh, about Houston and, and Golden State, I'm going to let Charlie go on here. Bobo, go on here and uh, facilitate this one here. And then I'm going to get my thoughts right for, for Boston because I'm still fired up about this, about this line. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you you will be fired up, but then you gonna pass this to me, and I'm the one that's the, I'm the one that picked them to go to the NBA finals. You got to be kidding me. That's how you gonna do this, okay? That's how I'm about well, to you do. know, well, you know what? I'm not about to get fired up. I'm just gonna put it like this. 
<laughs> it was only one game. I get it. But at the end of the day, Giannis got to play better than where he played today. And everybody knows that. The man forced it so much coming to the lane. It wasn't even funny. He didn't have to force it. I was sitting there watching the game with my father-in-law. Shout out to my father-in-law. And he was even saying the same thing I was saying. Why is you forcing it? I was like, exactly. Why is you even, you, you got, if it's not there, pass it out. You're drawing, you're drawing that double team, the triple team in the paint. They draw you in. They, they're collapsing the paint. Kick it out. You, you've done that all season when you've seen that. If it, you know, even, though I, you, even though Giannis has dunked on two, two or three people in the paint, I get that. But this is the playoffs. Like I said, like I said about Golden State and Houston, it slows down. Everything slows down. It's methodical. Everything slows down. He forced it today. He, I mean, man, he forced it to the point where everybody else looked terrible in itself. I mean, the only person that, to me, that played pretty well today was Militant, Militant and Miritich. They're the only two players that played pretty well today from, from Milwaukee. Everybody else played like crap. You have Brooke Lopez, one for, uh, one for five, one for four for three-point range. Blesso played like crap, one for five, oh for four for three-point range. Brown, which I hope they get Brown to bat because he played terrible too, and he got injured. One for seven, one for three for three-point range. Then let's go to the bench. Um you know, Connington, he played terrible day. He was one for seven for three-point range. He was forcing it. And two for ten with turnovers. You know, Hill, I expect, you know, Hill, he had a decent game, but I expect more from him by him being, by him, you know, being a, being in the playoffs, you know, and being on playoff teams as well. You know, I expect more from him as well. It is so, I expect more from him as well. Snell, even though he didn't have, only had a few minutes, He's going to have to step up as well. I think he needs to start over Brown until um, Michael Brodick come back as well. But you got to give props to the Celtics as well. The Celtics came in with a game plan where we're going to start on the defensive end and then we're going to trans, trans, transition to the transition to the offense because that's what happened. They defense transitioned to offensive basketball as well. They shot the three well. Everyone shot the three from their starting five all the way trickled down to the bench as well. Also, so you got to get credit where credit is due. I mean, Al Horford had a lifestyle game as well. This man had three blocks. Marcus Morris had three blocks. Jason Taylor had a block. Gordon Hayward had a block. I mean, man, the, uh, between all the players, they had like eight, not like 11 blocks, you know, as well. And a lot of them went on who? Giannis. But why? Because Giannis was forcing as well. So again, I know it's only one. That, that 11 blocks, it wasn't that many. It wasn't that many. It was that many. Okay. It wasn't that many. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, it was, co- well, it was close to it. It was like, it was like maybe eight or like eight or nine blocks. No, it was 11 blocks. They had 11 blocks. They had 11 blocks. They had yep, 11 yep, blocks. You're right. You're right. They had I 11 blocks. Looked, I looked at No, it's okay. Right. No, it's okay. No, it's okay. So, yep. No, it's okay. So, again, at the end of the day, I get it's only one game. I still got – I still have Milwaukee um, in um, seven. No, I take that back. I had them in six. I had Milwaukee in six. But, again, you got to get credit where credit is due to Boston. Boston came in with a game plan that they – like I said before, they started on defense trenches to offense, and that's what happened. They made Giannis – they, you know, force it, you know, force it. And he, that's what he did. He forced it instead of just playing to let the game come to him because he never let the game come to him as well. And then Milwaukee couldn't hit their threes either as well, which I thought was disappointing. You know, only two people that were hitting their threes was Miritich and uh, Militant. So, again, I'm going to pass it back to you, Twani, because, again, like I said, there's only one game I get it. You know, I don't see Milwaukee having the same type of game. I think they're going to have a better game. I think they're going to um, – 
give Boston the business in game two, and then we'll see how game three, game four is. But I'm going to pass back to you and see what you got to say on this as well. So that's just my take on that. Cool deal, cool deal. And I apologize, fans. I was looking at the wrong uh, column. Uh, Charlie was absolutely right. I was looking at um, I was looking at the steals versus the blocks column. So he's absolutely right, 11 blocks. Uh, but before I get into uh, my thoughts on this game here, I got to give a shout-out to Terry Rozier. Uh, excuse me, uh, Jalen Brown. Yep. Ain't every day you see a shooting guard come in and dunk on Giannis the way he did. And, I mean, he dunked on him two hands and had yes, Giannis did. falling back. <laughs> just like, yeah, he did. Oh, my goodness. You know, it was That's what like, I said. Man. Woof. Boy. Yeah. That night, the rest of that, that team for the rest of that game. Boy, that, that was yeah. a nasty, nasty dunk. You're talking about Giannis that can swat everything. And going back to the blocks here, he only yeah. had one block on his end, and that's that's kind of bad for Giannis, you know, all together. Yep. Giannis going to give you at least two or three blocks a game. Yep. You only have one block and get dunked on like that. So I'm with you, Charlie. He was forcing it. <clears throat> he wasn't playing in, 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 in his type of game how he normally plays when he's getting double and triple teamed. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't. Uh, he didn't adjust well at all throughout the entire no. game. But uh, like me and you said in our group chat, and for the fans, most who uh, already been with with us and subscribe, know that we have a group chat that we always talk uh, one another with um, via text or telephone call. Um, I had told uh, in the group chat, you know, give props to Boston the same way Charlie did for their game plan. They their game plan came out was to literally take Giannis out that game. And, of yep. course, everybody else to have to do something. Chris Middleton, even though he gave you 16 points, he struggled out there. You know, let's talk about that because that's your second option scoring out there. So when Giannis wasn't doing much, 7-21, and Chris Middleton is 5-12, where's the rest of your scoring going to come from? You know, let's think about that there. You know, that's your big two there. So, mm-hmm. uh, again, give props to Boston for their game plan. They was ready on both ends here. But, you know, I, I did pick uh, the Bucks to, you know, to get past Boston, but I, I, I've been a fan of uh, Kyrie Irving since he came into the league, and he did his thing. You know, when you got your veteran point guard, uh, a playoff experience point guard, getting 26 points, uh, was 57% from the field, knocking down his uh, three-pointers at 40%, and gave you 11 assists. That means he got everybody involved, and his turnovers wasn't that bad. He only had four turnovers. That's what you need. And if he gives you that in the next game they face Milwaukee, it's going to be trouble. It's really going to be trouble. Then you got Jalen Brown that had 19 points here, uh, 8 of 14 from the field, 57% from the, uh, from the floor as well, too, 42% from the, uh, the three-point line. You had Al Horford who handled business, 10 defensive rebounds, 11 total, you know, had three assists himself, had, like Charlie said, the three blocks, 20 points. 50% from the field, you know, it's just like, man, that's, that's, that's a recipe to, you know, handle anybody in the Eastern Conference the, West, the rest of the way through. Now, I'm going to just keep it 100, which Gordon Hayward, he came up with 13 points, was very efficient, 62% from the field. You know, he's knocking down the street throws. He gave you five assists. It's, what more can you say? Everything was rolling for them. And Terry Rozier, I'm going to go back to him because uh, I almost uh, – because I almost uh, slipped up and forgot about him. I wanted to give Jalen Brown his props on the dunk first. But Terry Rozier, you know, coming off the bench, you know, it wasn't as good as it looked, but he still shot 50% from the 
from the field, off the bench. He gave you 11. He, you know, he provided a spark. They missing, uh, they missing uh, Marcus right now, you know, um, due to injury. So for Terry Rozier to step up like that and play like he did in last year's playoff when they didn't have Kyrie, when they didn't have Gordon Hayward, you know, come off the bench and, and, and do that, that says a lot, you know, and it's showing, it, you know, that it's starting to mesh here for these guys. So I'm I'm a, I'm a kind of hold back. I don't want to jump too far ahead of myself. But, again, the entire game plan, you know, players stepping up the way they were supposed to step up, and their point guard, their point guard, it's always the most efficient thing. The point guard in basketball, and I don't – please don't take this as disrespect. I'm just – you know, I'm just talking. The point guard is your quarterback in football. When your point guard is on point the way he is to get everybody involved and still get his points as well too, man, it's going to be hard to stop a team like that. And, again, like I said earlier, I picked Milwaukee to win this series. I didn't – you know, I didn't know which way to go, like in seven or six, but I picked Milwaukee. But just seeing the way they played and with, you know, Kyrie, you know, stepping up, you know, and, and really showing I could be that veteran. This this is the role that Kyrie wanted. Let's just go back a little bit here real quick. Kyrie wanted to leave Cleveland, didn't want to play with LeBron anymore. He wanted his own spotlight. He wanted to be the man. You've seen that today. You've seen that. You probably didn't see that in the last series versus the Pacers. But you've seen it today. Everything he put together was exactly what he said he wanted, and he put it together against the number one team, uh, number one team in the uh, in the Eastern Conference. He did that, and they got that victory, and they got a big hit too. So that's all I got to say about it. It's going to be a damn good series between these two. But man, if if if, if Boston keep playing like this, it's going to be tough going for Milwaukee. Yeah, I'm just going to be 100 percent honest with you. I mean, we shall see. Because, like I said, um, uh, Brown from Brown from the from Milwaukee is not going to do it. So you're gonna if to Brown they come back, which I feel like he's gonna come mm-hmm. back in Game Three as well. Because that's your that's your that's your fifty forty ninety guy right there. The only fifty forty ninety guy in the league before he got hurt this season mm-hmm. as well. You know, shoot fifty percent from the field, forty from three point range, ninety percent from the you know from the free throw line. You know, as well. Also. So until he able to come back either game three or game four, which I do believe he will, you gotta start Tony Snell. You gotta you gotta start him. I get you got you gotta you gotta you gotta got start him. And it, 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 seriously, because Brown is not giving you nothing. Yeah, he gave mm-hmm. you something in the last series as well. I mean, yeah, because again, they went up against Detroit, but this is Boston here. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I'm not discrediting Boston at all. But I need more from I need more from Bledsoe as well. I need I need mm-hmm. more from him. I need I need more from him as well. I, I need more from him. You know, I need Giannis to play the way he needs to play the game. And like I say, he won't have the same performance. You're gonna see you're gonna see Milwaukee turn it up. You're gonna see them you're gonna see them shoot the ball better. You're gonna see them play, you know, transitional defense. Because again, they're number one offense, no you know, no one no one offense in the league and no one defense in the league as well, especially in transition. So again, it's, hey. it's the first game of the series. We're, we're, you know, again, Boston did. You know, they, they took game. They took a game in in Milwaukee. So we have to see what happens come game. You know, come game two on Tuesday night. But again, I'm not. I'm not getting discouraged or you know anything like that. It's very disappointing. But if you Brown's not giving anything, you got to start Tony Snell until Brown to come back. Now, when Brown to come back, it's gonna be a game changer. That's your game changer right there. You know what I'm saying? So you know he's gonna he's gonna light up from the floor. Watch what I tell you. You, heard it first you can me. say that. So, you can say that. You can say that. Right. But think about it. 
they still got Marcus Morris, who didn't have a good game today himself. And Marcus Morris has been pretty steady in that first round of the playoffs of Boston. And you still got Marcus Smart that's supposed to come back in this one, too. And everybody know how Marcus Smart played defense, you know. That's your, that's your grimy cat right there. That's that do-it-all, right. you know, that everything. I, he ain't scared to match up with anybody, I, you know. I, 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 and, I, I, and, again, I picked Milwaukee, you know, but, you know, I, I, hey, it's it's going to be tough going if Marcus Smart get back out there and you get Marcus Morris going on the defensive um, – excuse me, on the offensive end because the defensive end, he gave you seven rebounds right behind uh, Al Horford with his 11. So. I, 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 give, I give you that, but at the same time, you know, you got Ilya Sober, you know, as well, you know, that he didn't play well. But he known he's known he's known to shoot the three. No, it is so no, it is so it is so that play well, but he's known to shoot the ball decently, especially from the three point range as well. So he didn't have a he didn't have a a, a game that he that he has he didn't have a good game that he's has had in the last series as well, where he shot the ball pretty well as well. Also, and then you got Hill. So again, like I said, once Wilder come back, you still got Snell coming off the bench because you're not you because you're not gonna play Brown. You're not gonna play him. You're gonna you're gonna if you're gonna bring nine or ten men off the bench. You nine or ten man rotation, you're not gonna play Brown. He's gonna be your eleventh man. He's not gonna be in that ten man rotation. That's all I'm saying. You know, also. And again, I see I see Hill I see Hill playing better also. And I mm-hmm. see Miritich having more of an impact on the game as well too. But don't get it twisted. Miritich can shoot the three as well. So, you know, also and can put the ball on the floor. So again, he have a bad game. He didn't have a bad but that right, but what I'm saying is is that again I don't see I, I again you're right, but what I'm saying is is that again with with Brodick coming back, your rot your rotation, you know, bringing you know, your your you know, say you playing, you know the playing the players that you, you normally wouldn't play, now your rotation is gonna be pretty much set. You see what I'm saying? Because, you know, you got Brodick coming back in that starting lineup and then you still could be you know, you still be sent off the bench, but you're not bringing Brown off the bench. You see what I'm saying? And Eric Bledsoe is not going to have this type of game that he has. Giannis not going to have this same type of game he had. Even even uh, Lopez is not going to have the same type of game that he had as well. Also, you know, I'm a, like, I'm a big to differ with you again. I'm no, a no, I don't see, again. I don't see it. I don't see it, bro. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't I, see it, Tony. I don't see Bledsoe, it at all. Bledsoe ain't he can't match up with Kyrie. Kyrie a different animal. That Bledsoe gonna struggle the rest of these playoffs. George Hill is I'll, always been we'll, just a floor general. He ain't we'll never been more. He ain't he ain't never been more of a scorer than he. You didn't know what well, you think. But he can shoot the three. But he can shoot the three. That's what I'm saying. Spot up, spot up. That's fine, and that's fine. That. They're, they're not okay. that. That's what I'm saying. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I still okay. again. I still got Milwaukee. But they gonna struggle in this game. They gonna struggle, and okay. the, the, the names that you mentioned in between Bledsoe and George Hill, they gonna struggle. Uh, Illa Sosa, uh, I'm pronouncing it wrong. Illa Sosa, yeah, yeah. He he gonna continue to struggle as well too. Miritich, Miritich is Miritich. He's with the Bulls. I know a lot about Miritich. He didn't have a bad game. You know what I seen out of him is what what you seen out of him with the Bulls. You know that you expect right. that type of game. He can have some better ones and stuff. You seen that when he. Once he left the Bulls and stuff, but um, but at the end of the day, he was still very efficient to me, you know. But it really boils down to Chris Middleton and Giannis, you know. And they didn't have yeah. a good game, and when they struggled, that was it. And Brooke Lopez, <clears throat> he's he's a, he's an aging veteran, you know. Yeah, we didn't we didn't see what he did against Detroit, but again, 
not taking nothing away from Detroit, but again, it was Detroit. It was it was a, 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 not a healthy Detroit. It was a Detroit that you know kind of squeaked into the playoffs as well too. So I, I'm going to take that playoff series with a grain of salt. I think they got a they got an eye awakener here. So we'll see what they do when 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 they play again. But yeah, man, again, the same way you're saying that uh, you know take Brown out when the, when the veterans come back. You know if Marcus Morris get going and you get Marcus Smart back, you know. And you still got Terry Rozier, and you got Gordon Hayward. Man, it's it's gonna be an ugly matchup. It, it, it's we'll see. it's gonna be we'll, tough to defend. We'll, we'll see. see. We, we they, see. They, had like, the they, they, they had the game plan. They they got the game plan. Boston had, yeah. the, they had the game. Oh, most, for real. Almost def, most definitely. They they gonna figure it out. I I give I I that's what I said. That again, I don't see Blesso having this game that Benny had. I don't see Milton having the game that he had. I don't see Giannis having the game that he has. Because, of course, again, everyone's going to have a game plan. Don't get, You know what I'm saying? Every team's going to mm-hmm. have a game plan. That's just that's what the NBA, and you got to adjust. That's why mm-hmm. it's a seven-game series for a reason, because, again, everything slows down. And I'm going to keep saying again, everything slows down, everything is methodical with every team and with every style of play as well. So, like I said, they get bonded back, it's going to be some problems as well, because Brodick, not only he can play defense, but he can shoot the three. Uh, you know, for, you know, shoot the three. So that's giving you another deep breath from the field anyway as well to go along with Milliton to go along. Because Blesso can shoot the three as well. But Blesso is known to get into the paint. I need him to be more aggressive as well. I don't think he wasn't that aggressive. But he, he was he was to shoot more. Kyrie. Uh, Man, we gon' we gon' we gon' see. It's like I said, like I said, like I said, we like I said, we we gon' we gon' we gon' revisit this. Trust me, we're gonna revisit this. Trust me, believe. We is. So, Bless though, he ain't no match with Kyrie. Okay. Okay. Right now. Okay. And then like Middleton, he got shut down by Jason Tatum. You know that's it's just one hundred right there. I'm telling you right now. Okay. You got your defenders right there. Handling business, okay. man. We're going to see, we gonna see <laughs> man. Like I said, it was just, like I said, I, it's only game one. Like I said, if it was like game five or game six, then I'd be a little bit worried, but it's only game one. Sure. So, again, it's all about adjustments. You know what I'm saying? Yep, definitely. They got to figure it out. They got to do that. All right. Yep. So, that being said, we're going to go ahead and kick it to the final thoughts. So, I'm going to let Charlie go ahead and kick off the final thoughts. So I get mine in, and we're going to close out this awesome show we had today full of debates and everything. So, Charlie, go ahead and kick your final thoughts off, my man. I appreciate that. Man, you had so much going on this week. You had the NBA playoffs, craziness, the NFL draft, craziness. It just makes you want to be – this is the reason why everyone loves sports. Sports bring everybody together. You know what I'm saying? No matter who you are, no matter what you do, you love you love sports. Then also too, you got baseball going on. So whether you whether your favorite baseball team is winning or losing, shout out to the Cubs as well. That hard Cubs fan, both of us are. You know as well. Right now, take place clubs. Yes, exactly. So again, it's just what sports is all about. I'm gonna just say this too. With the NFL draft, you saw teams reaching really hard. <laughs> reaching to the T. And the one team I said that really reached the most in that first round, and I know everybody in their mama going to agree with me, is the New York Giants with that quarterback. Oh, man. I get it. You know, it, that was a reach to the T. And I'm not going to spend too much time on that. Again, it was a reach because, again, the man played at Duke. 
Don't get me wrong. When you think of Duke, you think of their basketball team. Yep. You know, you you think of um, you think Mike, the coach of Duke. You don't think of this quarterback here, Coach K, right? Coach K, yeah. You don't think of this quarterback here that's supposed to be the heir apparent to Eli because his because of his dad (laughs) and the brother. You know, his brother Peyton. Okay. And relationships. And relationship. Yeah, I'm like, okay, that was a recent team. You had one of the best to me, one of the best quarterbacks in this draft. Um, Haskins, Haskins, right there sitting at six. And then you drive this guy. You pass up on the guy that only threw eight interceptions, seventy percent completion. We talking about Drew Brees numbers. Damn, Aaron Rodgers numbers. Excuse my language, everybody. We 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 talk about Aaron, we talk about Drew Brees completion numbers in college. In college, fifty TDs and eight interceptions. And do you go with him? Mm-hmm. Him? And he threw over 40 interceptions his career at Duke? Mm-hmm. And this guy only threw eight interceptions? And he played in the Big Ten, which we know all Big Ten. When you, you think of Big Ten, you think of Michigan. You think of Iowa. You think of the Wisconsin, you know, as well. You think of – you think of. Uh, I, I, mean, I mean, man, you those teams. And he, mm-hmm. You went with this guy? Good luck with that, New York. So when it's all said and done – Shout out to all the teams in the NFL that draft who they need to draft as well. I hope it makes your team better. If it doesn't, Giants, then it's your loss as well. <laughs> just saying, you know, that's just my final my final thoughts on that. So I'm going to pass to you, Twani, with your final thoughts as well. All right. Before I kick off my final thoughts, I'm with you on that, Charlie. And the worst part about the Giants passing up on uh, – a better quarterback here is the fact that you have to face him now two times yeah. a year in Washington. That was very smart. Yes. I hope y'all hear the sarcasm in my voice when I say that was very smart. <laughs> I heard it. I don't know if anybody else. I know I heard it. You even got to do a wink, wink. That was just like smart. <laughs> All right. So my final thoughts before I really kick him off here, I got to give a shout out to Ryan. I'm going to call him Brian B. I'm not going to put his whole name out there. But hitting us up on our email. Appreciate it. Uh, Brian, just wanted to show you some love for shooting us an email, asking us a question and stuff. Um, it's not a question that would be directed on to the show. But uh, Ryan uh, is also going to be starting his own podcast here. So, Brian, when you do, hit us up so we can uh, be sure to check you out and even show you some love here and uh, yes, let sir. everybody know to go check out your podcast too. Yes, so sir. Ryan B., appreciate the email. Appreciate you listening to us. Appreciate you being a subscriber. Thank you. Send all your friends back, your family as well too, et cetera, et cetera. And, again, shoot us your information when you start your podcast up. We'll be sure to shout them out on our show so they can yes, go sir. check your show out with uh, you and your people as well too. All right, Ryan B.? All right. So, uh, my final thoughts. Uh, yeah, it was a awesome weekend with the um, with the NFL draft. It was pretty crazy. 
there was some reaches. Um, there was some uh, some teams uh, that me and Charlie uh, actually decided that we're just going to do a special show strictly for the NFL draft because we knew we were going to be talking basketball. So within the next couple of days, keep a lookout for that, and we'll 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 touch on those more. So I don't want to give anything away. Um, so uh, the NBA playoffs is getting exciting now that it's been jumped into these second rounds here because, yes. you know, the competition is really coming down. It's almost like March Madness all over again, but in, in the pro version here. So I'm looking forward to these next games coming up, and we don't have to wait until a, a Thursday, Friday, or Saturday to see these matchups here at all. Uh, baseball, baseball is getting good. My Cubs started out slow, but uh, they then you know crept back in there. They can you know probably easily take over first place here. It's going to be a good battle when they division all together here. So I'm just excited about sports all together. I'm you know getting happy that the weather is finally getting warmer. You know I was getting you know uh, cabin fever here. You know constantly being in the house or wrapped up in all these warm clothes here. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but at the end of the day. Um, that's that's about it for me. I, I'm a, I'm gonna kick it uh, off uh, my final thoughts, but I'm gonna say um, I am going to see you know uh, the Avengers Endgame coming up here. So if y'all seen it, don't spoil it for me at all. I'm going to see it on Tuesday coming up here. So you know if you a comic book fan, a superhero fan, a Marvel fan, a DC fan, whatever. You know, I just wanted to throw that out here on the show, too, because, you know, it's all love and, you know, and uh, all it, it, it's not all sports with us. You know, as you see, we crack jokes and we, you know, talk about our other passions as well, too. So mm-hmm. uh, Marvel is definitely one of my passions here. So uh, or just comic books in general and superhero stuff here. So but that's it for me. Charlie, you got anything else to say before we sign out? Not really, man. Just, you know, it's just a beautiful thing to where is that, you know, all every this. And like I said, with sports, you know, it brings people together. It kind of gets people to talk, yes, talking, indeed. you know, as well. Like I said, no matter what order you from, background you from, whether you're white, black, yellow, green, purple, brown, whatever, as you know, you love you love sports. Whether it's basketball, football, baseball, hockey, tennis, UFC, you know, box. I mean, man, it just is this exciting time for just sports in general as well, especially with the NFL draft. Because like my, like my host said, we're going to do a special on the draft because we got some things to talk about. We're going to wait for sure. So, you know, definitely. So we definitely going to touch on that New York. I just want New York Giants, the quarterback. We we got a lot more to say on that, but we're going we gonna to wait on that. We're going to wait on right, that. Right. So, you know, but that's just it for me. So. All right. Sound good. So dropping my handles again, Twitter, branding underscore elite. Uh, at Twitter, same thing for Instagram, for the from the sideline guys with an S at gmail.com is the email. Drop your questions, drop uh, comments, um, you know, how to improve, whatever you think you want to say to us, you know, as long as you're respectful, you know, we good with it. You know, we appreciate you listening to us, appreciate you, you coming back, appreciate you hitting that subscribe button. If you haven't already, mash that boy down, send a link to your friends if you like what you heard. You know, Charlie, hit him with your handle. Appreciate that. Yeah, Charlie A six zero six is my Twitter handler. I go by Charlie, aka is Bobo as well. Yeah, we just appreciate all the love and support as well. As well, excuse me. Yeah, we gonna keep this train going. 
You know, we you you hear it. You know now. You know, at first you didn't hear the debates, but now you you hear it now. Oh, it's gonna be more. It's gonna be more. Definitely. Trust me. Definitely. Trust me. All this you you gonna hear it. So you know, we we can't we can't agree on everything. You know, especially yeah, yeah. especially I see especially on the basketball tip now. You know right. now. Now it's getting interesting. So now, you know, yeah, as well. So, you know, it's, it's definitely getting interesting now. So, yeah, so I'm definitely looking forward to the email about Joel Embiid. So, like I said, if you want to be that number one oh, then play like it. Because now, right now you're not playing like it. Jokic got your spot right now as the number one center in the NBA playoffs oh, right now. I say, yeah, yeah, that's the you, 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 right. Yes, Colgate all over again. Shout out to Colgate. You know, shout out to Colgate as well. That's just it for me. All right. One more time. Go shout out Ryan B. Thanks for the yep. email. Yeah, yep. I, I emailed you back. Again, once you get uh, everything established with your with your podcast, hit us up so I can shout you out on our show. All right. And then Ryan that, B. We, we just gonna go ahead and sign out. So from the sidelines. From the sidelines. All right, and we out. <laughs>